Welcome to the Cedar Break, a public affairs show on KSUU-FM, Thunder 91.1. On the Cedar Break, we touch on public issues and topics in Iron County and Southern Utah University. And now, on Thunder 91, thanks for joining us for today's Cedar Break. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of the Cedar Break, uh, airing Sundays on KSU Thunder 91.1 and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Uh, I am your host, Parker Haney, alongside Nathan Reiser and our special guest for the episode, Bill Kershiznik. Hello. Mr. Billiam Kershiznik, a professor at SUU, one of the professors is here. <laughs> I was going to say one of the best, but then I just, I didn't know. That's deeply hurtful. Now that I, I, know the I didn't know if I felt comfortable saying that. Yeah. I did very much enjoy your class, though. Oh, well, good, good. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, well, first of all, what you teach? So I'm in the communication department, and I teach specifically media studies, and even more specifically than that, I like to focus on media production. So things like film production, uh, editing, audio production, those are my fields of, of interest. Nice. So audio, you want to edit this when it's all done? I sure don't. <laughs> I don't. I can already tell it's going to be just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Bill. All right. I, insult you. I see how it works. Uh, how, did you, how did you get your start in that sort of thing, like film and, and all that sort of stuff? So I, I have a theater background from high school, and when I left high school, I, I had this stubborn determination to not do anything with the arts. I was like, I've graduated high school. It's time to be a man. I need mm-hmm. a briefcase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I really I struggled through college. It took me, I got an associate's degree over a six-year period. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> yeah, because I just kept bouncing around from from major to major. I mean, I was studying to be a sign language interpreter. I was studying to go into business. Like, I just, there was no rhyme or reason. And then finally, as an elective, I took a television production class and fell in love with it. And I was like, this is something that I could do as a career. And so changed my major one final time and then took film as an elective. And I was like, oh, no, I love the arts too much. And <laughs> I uh, suddenly saw a future where I'd make very little money. But, uh, <laughs> at least I'd get to have some fun. What are you uh, talking about? You told me you did some work for a YouTube channel, for a kid's YouTube channel. I, <laughs> I did, I did. That I, paid I, out pretty flush. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's all going into my, my yacht, though, which <laughs> the upkeep for that is pretty intense. Yeah. I think that we should do a portion of this podcast um, in sign language, actually. So, <laughs> I, if you don't mind, just I think that would be good. Yeah, your next yeah. answer to us. Okay, perfect. So, the reason we wanted to have you on actually is to talk about the new film program that's coming to SUU that is in the works currently. Yeah, it's so, really exciting. When is that sort of expected to be? available to SEU students? So a lot of it will depend on what becomes available to the the new department. So it, it's a very fascinating process. I, I've never been part of a degree this much from the ground up. And so part of what we need to get our certification is the construction of a new building. There's going to be a new physical building built on campus. <laughs> I mean, but on campus, 
they're hoping to break ground this spring, but we were also hoping to break ground last spring. And with the, the COVID outbreak, that, that really slowed us down. So it yeah. really, our certification primarily depends on, on the construction of this building. So until that happens, I think we have to just be patient about the formal degree program. Gotcha. Where's, where's this building going? I think it's going to be built in the space by the multi-purpose center. Correct. On that lawn right there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That is what I had heard. It'll, it'll be a shame to prevent all those fine folk from slacklining, but I think, <laughs> I think they'll be able to find a new home. Yeah, we may see some protests, actually. <laughs> Walking across a slack line with a big uh, What do you... What do you envision for this building and this program? You know, I've heard, you know, a studio, uh, just those kinds of things. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, all we're going to have a studio built into it. And so it'll have a power grid that can power things like studio lights. I envision a place where we will be able to have some like semi-permanent sets to work in like that sort of environment. I, I am I'm personally... A, a fan of, of on-location shooting, but having that as a resource is, is really, really big. And, you know, uh, I got to go in and, and pitch my, my wish list for equipment, and if we can get close to that, I'm really excited about the resources that will be available to students. I think we, we always need to be ready to do a lot with a little. I mean, that's how I was sort of educated. I was educated in this, like, no-budget, low-budget filmmaking. Yeah. And so it was weird to be like, tell us what you want, because I was like, I don't know. Can we get, like, a kaleidoscope and a nice phone? And we can just... <laughs> like, in my career as a student, uh, I, I've been able to make a lot of, like, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's... Yeah. It's nice to have the amount of support for like making this program work, not just from a curriculum standpoint, but from a technology standpoint. They seemed really, really excited about trying to make this happen. That's sweet. So you don't have a firm date on when? I, I don't have a, a firm, firm date. My my guess would be um, fall of 2022. That'd be my sweet. guess. Well, that'll be great. Let me get your opinion on this. And this is what I really wanted to get to in this podcast. And this is the crux. Now that we've gotten all of that silliness out of it, we have reached the crux. Parker Haney's favorite film is Surf's Up. <laughs> now, from a filmmaker's is the, perspective. Is that the penguin movie? Yes. The surfing penguin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I, I felt like I didn't have to mention the surfing penguin because the title is Surf's Up. There was happy feet, though, so I didn't know. If, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, and feet could be happy on a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I just want to know, what is your, I mean, is that a good film? Just objectively speaking. Because I, I, art is objective. I, <laughs> I have never seen it. Um, That's fine. And so I can't. I can't. Are you sure you're qualified to teach this degree? <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, I'm going to end this podcast and tender a letter of resignation and um, dedicate my life to the film Surf's Up. I mean, the thing is, like, art obviously is, is very subjective. And when Surf's Up is your favorite movie, there has never been a sure sign that art <laughs> is so subjective. I mean, and, and I have I have friends who are who are talented filmmakers, and one of his favorite films is Aspen Extreme, which is a skiing movie where like a guy gets killed in this like really cheesy avalanche, like but he loves it, you know? Yeah. Um, and 
I mean, if I look at my top films, like a lot of them are just like real bummers. I love <laughs> RoboCop. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, and I would argue that RoboCop is a, a good movie and I could argue like structurally why it's a good movie. Yeah. And, and so I think, uh, I think I would have to watch Surf's Up to make a true opinion on it. I mean, spoiler alert, it is a bad film. But, um, but I mean, it's at, at its core, any sort of storytelling, if it's effective, is, is going to be good. So Yeah, sorry. What's your favorite movie? I don't know. Something sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> I was trying to think of artsy films. What's the one that's like <laughs> the, the, the notorious art film, Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> right on the um, What's that one? That's Citizen Kane. Yes, Citizen Kane. That's yeah. my favorite movie. <laughs> oh, Citizen Kane is so boring. I've never seen it actually, but I, everybody yeah, there's, says there's lots of fascinating parts in it, and it was shot really well, and it was very ambitious, and they did these great like deep focus scenes. But I just want to sleep through so much of it. Yeah. What was the movie that just won all those awards? Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so do you you have top film lists? Because that's even hard for me. I would imagine if I was a film professor and like i studied it and did all this stuff i could never come up with like a top film list so one of the the first things that i had to do in grad school because my teacher was just trying to like dig into our psyche mm -hmm. uh through through that and a lot of collage work um, <laughs> so if you're, if you're wondering about going into grad school just know that you're not doing collage work you're not doing it right but one of the first things he had us do was make a list of our top five films and so a lot of those films that I decided on at that moment have remained pretty steadfast, but the like four and five position cycle a little bit. Okay. And, and I could probably do a top 10 if you put a gun to my head, but it would take some, some thinking, but my top five is pretty ironclad. Do we have a gun? <laughs> do we have a gun in the studio? <laughs> what is the, can I hear the top five then? Yeah, absolutely. So my number one film is City of Lost Children, uh, which I saw when I was 14. I can't say that that is like the objectively best film. I don't it, know that I've ever it's, seen it. It's my favorite film. Um, after that is a film called Children of Men, which I think is an objectively just incredible film. And then after that... Children it, of the Corn. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mostly children-based. Well, it's it's, it's, it's City of God. So I go City of Lost Children, Children of Men, City of God. Like, um, after that, we got RoboCop. There it um, is. Because it's... And then RoboCop 2. And yeah. those switch back and forth it's, all the time. It's a, it's a dangerous, dangerous competition. Right now, my number five is probably Drive. So with uh, Ryan Reynolds. No, Ryan mm. Gosling. Oh, my God. Sorry, Mr. Gosling. <laughs> no, you listen. Have you seen Lars and the Real Girl? I have. I really like that film. That's too. a very good film. Film. Yeah, that was uh, based on my life. You're the married one. <laughs> I was the. You were the real girl. Yeah. <laughs> you were the doll. From from humble origins, I've become an SUU professor. So that's so sweet. Yeah, I wish I hadn't. I haven't seen any of those movies. I know. Oh, I really want. I really want to really engage want with you on this, but that's fine. That's well, fine. now we just have five movies that we have to watch. Yeah, yeah you should all all in a row. Yeah, text them. <laughs> You're like, you it's a very never thematic. Seen I've seen, I don't think I've sat down, start to end, watched it. <laughs> I have definitely walked through multiple occasions where Robocop was being played. Just in the oh, theater. You walked into the theater. If you, yeah. if you go onto YouTube and you type in Robocop rap, there's a six minute rap that summarizes all of Robocop. You won't have to watch <laughs> the movie. You can just okay. watch that. <laughs> that sounds like it would get the job done. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, Bill. 
SUU students get excited for that, the new film program coming. You can learn from the master himself, William, who has credits on things such as YouTube channels <laughs> and he wrote for the Aquabats. Didn't you write for the Aquabats? I did. I wrote for the Aquabats. And, That's so uh, sick. Yeah. Jack Black was in part of that, which is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Did you meet him? <laughs> no. John Heater was in some of the stuff that I wrote. So, I mean, you know, some famous people. <laughs> I love the Aquabats. Do you think anybody is going to know who the Aquabats are? I mean, cool people. Yeah. This is a podcast, Utah-based so. podcast, right? And I think, yeah. I think the, the Utah fan base for the Aquabats is stronger than some states. Because they have roots in the area. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. If you don't listen to the Aquabats, turn off this podcast right now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Cedar Break. you have any final words of wisdom you want to leave uh, the just, Cedar Breakians with? Just listen to my podcast, Most <laughs> Valuable Birthday. It drops every Monday. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Cedar Break on Thunder 91.1. You can listen to the show every Sunday at 10 a.m., here on Thunder 91, and catch it as a podcast on suunews.net slash thunder91. You can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.